after a uh, a little bit of a hiatus, aren't we, Steve? Here, and well, hi- hiatus for you. You were on holiday. You well, I was. Dirty stop out. I was in uh, Bali, and it was was really tough over there. You know. I know. We saw. <laughs> we saw. You phoned into us. I did. And we saw the. I know. I had to really rub it in just a little bit more. The didn't conditions I? were deplorable. <laughs> I couldn't believe what you had to oh, suffer stop. through. Oh. Well, we have a very special guest in the studio, Ali. Uh, this this person is uh, currently the senator uh, for Western Australia. He's been the senator since May 2012. Grew up here in uh, WA, Port Hedland. I'll let you talk about that more. But please welcome Senator Dean Smith from the Liberal Party. Hello. It's great to be here and congratulations for getting back from Bali. I, well, <laughs> let's not, I know a lot of people that are uh, that have been on the Jetstar flights and that's, they're not happy at all. I should say congratulations <laughs> for getting to Bali. That's well, exactly right. That's right. And good on you for supporting the industry. Did you get all your luggage back? Uh, yes, Excellent. I did. All right, good. Yes. So, what? Uh, how do we address you? Do we need to use your honorific? Do you have what? You know, Senator. Do we call you Senator Dean? You can just call me Dean. Oh, I'm very. That is very so good because I was like, "Are we going to have to call you Senator Smith?" I didn't know. Because <laughs> every time I refer to you, be like, "Right, Senator." You don't Smith. have to call me Ma'am or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> First time's Ma'am. Now after that, it's Ma'am. Um, it very. Uh, it, it's got a nice <coughs> ring to it, though. Senator Smith. Is that the? Go- is that the goal? Is that just? Where you want to be? Is that where you sit? Do you have any? What I'm asking you: Do you have any leadership aspirations? <laughs> well, I like say? to I like to start with the story that I'm one of those kids at primary school that thought they would be the prime minister one day. You know, wrote my letters to local politicians, wrote my letters to the to the prime minister, and uh, didn't end up prime minister. It's quite obvious. I'm <laughs> a senator, so I'm in the other house. I'm in the red leathered chamber. I think uh, it's the better the Senate. Yeah. I think it's better. There's few of us there, so I think it's a, a little bit more classy. I think the <laughs> politics are a little bit better and the people are nicer. I so agree. did you just get, let's just go, because uh, uh, I find it still very confusing. The, 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 did you just get re-elected or are you in the other off-cycle no, I'm on cycle. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was not the worst to use, but anyway. I've just been re-elected for another six years. Right. I'm very, very grateful f- to West Australian voters for you know, endorsing me again. Yeah, so you've sure. been recycled. I've been recycled. <laughs> Excellent. I've been re-elected. Re-elected. So when I go back to Canberra at the end of June, I'll... You know, swear on the Bible and uh, take my oath again. And, we still uh, do that. Kick, we still do that. Part of the Commonwealth, aren't we? I think it's wonderful. I think yeah. it's a great tradition. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, do you get a choice, though? Like you do. Can, you can choose like from a different a range of books. You can choose from. I think technically you can choose from a range of books, but oh. I you get two choices. One is to do the oath, and you, you know, so you swear you know, in front of God, and so you might do that on a Bible. You might do that on the Quran, uh, or you take the oath of a, of allegiance, and you sort of you know, swear to Australia's laws. And so there is a you know important custom and tradition to it. And I'm a bit of a traditionalist like that. I like things to stay the same. A bit. Fair enough. And uh, I like the traditions and customs of the Australian I'm Parliament. kind of with you. I like a bit of pomp and ceremony, you know. <laughs> just anything that... A bit of pageantry. Well, sorry, sorry, Al, but the black gowns are gone and the wigs are gone <laughs> and all those sorts That's of things. It's just a, it's, a, it's business suit and, uh, and another suitable attire. I've got a theory about this, actually. I think Halloween, modern Halloween, is just an excuse for everyone to wear capes because everyone wants to wear a cape. All right. Tell except me for those little princesses. Except no, for those little princesses that come to the door waving their little wand. 
<laughs> so I, 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 I'm the one that brings everyone back on topic. I think that's my, my role on the show. But anyway, I just want to flip back because uh, back in 2017, we, as well as gay people, uh, well, and you're openly gay, openly gay yep. um, we had to endure the plebiscite, which endure, was... Endure, a very, very important word. I opposed the plebiscite unsuccessfully, yes. but we endured it. Amen. We endured it. We got put through it. Um, but I just want to quickly play you actually uh, with the architect I'm reading on your website, uh, your biography, because I do my research. <laughs> we uh, updated it today. So oh, <laughs> Fresh off the it'll be, it'll be interesting to know if it's the updated... Oh, well, here it is. Here's the architect of the marriage amendment. And did it talk about me having just been appointed to the shadow ministry? Um, no. Oh, I don't think so. So, so you best get someone on to that, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought I'd just play a little bit. I don't want to... Um, but I, I thought your speech was very pow powerful introducing mm -hmm. uh, this bill. So I thought we'd just play a little bit of that right now. And I never believed the day would come when my relationship would be judged by my country to be as meaningful and valued as any other. The Australian people have proven me wrong. To those who want and believe in change and to those who seek to frustrate it, I simply say, don't underestimate Australia. Don't underestimate the Australian people. Don't underestimate our country's sense of fairness, its sense of decency, and its willingness to be a country for all of us. Not only does our country live these values, it votes for them as well. Thank you. I, I I, how does that make you feel listening back to that, right? Because I did warn you about that, mm -hmm. but you you how does it feel? Um, it still brings back some of the raw emotions. It mm. was, I think, for all of us, when I say all of us, I mean, you know, the LGBTI community in our country, um, we experienced it um, in different ways, but the emotions that we felt were experienced by all of us mm. are very, very similar. Uh, I think it was an unnecessary and traumatic experience for uh, our community. Um, expensive. Inexpensive. Delighted the Australian community stood up for fairness. Uh, mm. We won the plebiscite. I often go into schools and talk about the plebiscite and I just, I just ask people to, to, young people to stop and think, had the result been 4951, mm. what would that have done for our country? What would that have done for our parliamentary process? I think it was a terrible mechanism mm. a good but scapegoat though right? it was a good scapegoat it was a political tool um and i opposed it then and i'll oppose plebiscites in the future i just think our parliamentary democracy is one that is worth pr protecting mm. i think it delivers great outcomes so i would have preferred a conscience vote in our parliament i think it would have got a very similar result uh, without the plebiscite probably um but um i can did it make you feel, I knew, without going too political, did it make you feel, how did, well, how did it make you feel knowing that there was people within your own party, I suppose, um, actively say and promoting the no vote? How did that feel to you? Did you, were you exposed to that or? <clears throat> yes. And what's important about that is that they weren't just opposed to same-sex marriage. There were some people in the parliamentary party at that time that really did not like the ID, idea that yep. um, LGBTI people would be given equality before the law. Right. Um, I'd never experienced, perhaps I had walked around Western Australia with rose-coloured glasses, but yeah. I had never experienced 
homophobia in a way that I had once I became a parliamentarian. Not just me, because there have been other mm. gay parliamentarians from across other parties at different times. But it was a it was a difficult process. But mm. I suppose when you go into public life as a parliamentarian, you have to put on the positiveness. You have sure. to demonstrate to people that they can be ambitious for their goals, um, ambitious for their country. And you endure that because that is just part of the mm. job. And mm. if it got too difficult, I could walk away. Yeah. If it got that too difficult for other people, they could walk away. The... Bill itself was something that you must have worked on for quite a while, and I imagine there were people before you that also tried to bring something similar forward. So a combined effort over how long would you say that this has been leading up to it? Well, Al, that's a really, really important point. And when I have these conversations with people, I go to great lengths to remind people it was a team effort. Mm. There were a number of other parliamentarians involved in this process. And across the board, too. And across the board, across the parliament. And and people often say, you know, watching that video, watching the remarks, watching the parliamentary debate, they actually think it was one of those moments where they could feel proud of their parliament, uh, proud of the political process in Australia. It went through a committee stage, very, very strong support from Equality Australia and people like Corey Erdlem and Anna Brown and others and Louise Pratt, who was a West Australian senator. And, you know... in the interest of you know honesty and transparency, when I went to the parliament in 2012, I didn't support same-sex marriage. I don't. I didn't believe the case had been made for it. I agree with you. I did. I voted no initially. Ah, yeah. And you were convinced by argument, discussion with yeah. friends. Yeah, it it just took a little while for me to have the confidence that people who didn't necessarily represent me knew the best way to. And and it took me. and it and it took me a little time. I, I am I'm a liberal parliamentarian, and what that means is I just take my time a little bit. I just take a little bit more time than others to make sure that I measure up the strengths of the case against you know, the weaknesses of the case. Then I chose, with the support of others, to put a bill before the parliament, remembering that there had been twenty something other marriage bills before my bill. Wow! They had all failed. So my what was bill, that? How did that? What was, what, the, was difference the difference there? What was yeah. the difference? And yeah. it was a very, it was a very, very important uh, difference. The bill that I crafted with others had come through a committee process, so we had canvassed the views of other people around the country, religious leaders, LGBTI community, and what we decided to do was to put in a very specific protection for religious views about marriage. Right. What we put in our bill that was not in any other bill, we said that if you're a rabbi in a synagogue, and your the rabbi has a very clear religious view about marriage, his view, in or her view, in that synagogue should be protected. Yep. And I, at the time, that was a very reasonable thing, and I'd argue that it was a very Australian thing. It was the balance that people were looking for, and I think that's why we got a convincing yes vote and that's why we got such a strong parliamentary majority uh, in the House of Representatives for the bill when it finally reached there. It was, a, it, it was, yes, it was a compromise, no doubt about that. But I think it was as consistent with what Australians were saying in our own families, in sure. our own communities. And you know what? It, doesn't it feel like so much of our lives as gay people, queer people, is spent just trying to convince others that we're not a threat to them. Mm. <laughs> It's okay, just removing the fear, just allaying their fears, Mm. it's fine. I think, Al, that's exactly right. And when I look at my 
experience as a young gay man. So you know, I didn't know I was gay. Then I realised I was gay and kept it to myself. And then I shared it with friends. And then I you know, came out to, to family um, and then came out when I went stood up in Parliament and said, you know, I'm a gay man. A lot of people said, oh, you don't need to say that, Dean, in the Parliament because we all know. Well, I no, wondered no, no. about that, yeah. Because I think it's very, very important that members of the LGBTI community uh, are visible. Mm. They're yes. visible in their communities, they're visible in the parliament, they're visible because I think there is an under... There has been in our country for a long time, and I suspect it's a global thing, people want LGBTI people to be invisible. Mm. Yeah. So we, it's important to be proud, um, it's important to stand up for yourself, uh, and those of us that are in privileged positions that are doing the things that we want to do, we need to be available to support those that aren't yet able to do that. Mm. It so, must have been tempting, though, when you realised you were going to enter a career in politics, mm. to maybe put your own the safety of your career at you know uh, at the forefront, you know it would have been tempting to stay hidden, right? How when did you decide that you were going to be an out parliamentarian, and was it at the very start? When well, I decided I was going to be an out person, mm. yeah. and then everything that I chose to do after <coughs> I was twenty two or twenty three. I was going to have to accept the fact that people would, some people would find comfort comfort with that. Some would be uncomfortable, but I think that for me as a person, whether I'm a par parliamentarian or not a parliamentarian, being true to myself, being true to myself is very very important. So that meant owning it, recognizing it, sharing it with my family, and I'm someone who's been very very lucky. My parents have shown me unconditional love. And I've been out for you know, what feels like a very long time <laughs> now. But um, so I made a decision early on uh, that it was important to be to just to be who I am, warts and all, so to speak. Um, not that I think being gay is anything to be ashamed of. Not at all. Nor is having warts. Nor is that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> but when I went to Parliament, I thought I'm going to be a person of integrity. I'm going to. This is who I am. These are the things I stand for. And, you know, people will come to a view, yep, he's a good guy. No, he's not a good guy. But in the end, others will make their judgments. <laughs> yeah. it, do you think it's hurt your ability to be effective in your job, though, at any time? Do you think people have maybe opposed bills you've put forward just because, you know, they're a bit spiteful or they, you know, do you think it's hurt you? Do I think people talk behind my back? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I pick my battles wisely and I like to think I win nine out of ten of them, perhaps even ten out of ten of them. Um, I think that gay people have to show much more courage in life, mm. no matter what they are doing, than other people. So I think that the fear that people might have is that the perception of us is that we might be stronger than they are. Mm. And so therefore the fear is born out of their um, shortcomings, or their perceived shortcomings of themselves. And I think that they might look at LGBTI community and think, wow, the amount of courage it takes to be who you are, to be open, to be doing the things that you want to be doing. And I think that's a really important message. Even in 2022, the process of coming out to yourself and then to your community is still as difficult as it was mm. in you know, 20, whatever it was when I came out, slightly easier than the 50s and the 60s, I'm very, very sure, but we should never underestimate just how difficult it is for people to come to that realisation themselves, trust it, accept it, then share it with family and friends because that brings risks. Mm -hmm. That yeah, brings risks. It certainly does. And those risks are, are, are still here today. 
Yeah. But we, we, we are making it easier for our families and our friends to not be worried and scared for our decisions. And we're making it easier to, to be honest with ourselves. You know what? The young people of today face a new difficulty, which is oversaturation. Mm. Too much information, mm. right? They're, they're posed with these uh, possibilities at such a young age, and they're given a lot of tools and equipment and, and mm. love generally. So it is a better situation, I believe. But my gosh, um, yeah, I still wouldn't like to have to do it again, you know, even today. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it again, no. Um, Have you got any advice for anyone um, that's, you know, identifies as LGBTI that wants to get into? Because I I listen to a lot of podcasts and things of people in the media and a lot of places that uh, it's very important what you said about, you you know, you've got to be, um, what's the word? Um, Courageous. Courageous in yourself first and then go into what you're doing because otherwise what I was listening to uh, Narelda Jacobs, I don't know if you're mm, familiar with, mm. from Channel 10, and she was explaining that, you know, um, although she was openly out, they still silenced her for w- within the company to be – because she wasn't willing to, to go, no, this is me and who I stand for at the time because it was hard, you know, to navigate that media. And you're always trying to um, – get a step in the door of every single thing that you're trying to do, but it's still hard now. And and you, are you being from Port Hedland, right? Um, country towns, I grew up in Pinjarra. So, oh. you know, there's a lot of, and we're, you, yeah, you're correct. from the country as well. So we still face a lot of those 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 troubles in those towns. So My grandmother <laughs> lived in Pinjarra <coughs> for 40 years. Really? On Camp Road. Oh, yes, yeah. Across, I know, across right. the road from the primary school. Yeah, right. I went to Pin- Pinjarra Primary and High School. Yeah. My, we all have a thing with Pinjarra. Do you as The best man at my father's wedding was... Um, 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 oh, the, 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 the family that owned the Shell service station. Tucky. Uh, uh, related to the Tuckies. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know who you're talking about. But this I can't whole know. state is a small town, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> the <laughs> Nankaros, you had all sorts, you had all, all sorts of families. That's right. Yeah. 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 But I, I grew up in Port Hill because my father was the local policeman. Right, okay. So um, yeah. my parents got married. Uh, I was born. Um, spent a little bit of time here. Then we went up to Port Hedland uh, in the 1970s. Port Hedland is a tough town today. It was a particularly oh, yeah. Yeah, tough town there. there. <laughs> cyclones would come through. I love cyclone season. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. I know that's a, an odd thing to say, but as a kid, um, they, they could be a lot of fun. If they, you know, if your house survived, they could be oh, a lot of fun. If you have, yeah, that's right, which was yeah. not always the case. Not always <laughs> the case, and no. it could be tragic. Um, you've become, I think, just through this conversation, someone that I now look up to. Um, oh, I'd like to know who like, paved the way for you. Who did you look up to? Who maybe did you uh, iconise? Is that a word? Mm. You know who I mean. You know what I mean. Iconise, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> who who did, did anyone inspire you? Did you follow any of the, the other uh, people who forged paths before us? Um, oh, he's got the tough question. Oh, I'm sorry. He's good. He's good. It's, 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 almost like, it's almost like there should be someone really, really obvious. Yeah. I got the idea that I wanted to be a parliamentarian. And of course, when I was at primary school in grade three, grade four, I didn't really know what a parliamentarian was or did. But, but they wore suits and they looked snappy. Well, talking about <laughs> so talking about men wearing suits and being snappy, every Wednesday morning, a man would come and hand out the honour certificates at Mirabooka Primary School, where right. I went. And this man drove around our neighbourhood in a maroon combi van. <laughs> His name was Mr Keith Wilson, and he was the local member for Nolamara. Oh. And I got it in my head that I wanted to be like 
him. <laughs> um, have you got the combi? A few years. <laughs> I haven't got the combi, but I have got a Lego combi. <laughs> oh, okay. The red one. <laughs> All right. I'll be, I'm a bit of a Lego fan. That's nice. Uh, or Lego tragic. Um, <laughs> anyway, so a few years ago, I was reading through my mail, and there's a photograph as a Men's Shed magazine, and there's a photograph of the patron of Men's Shed and it's Mr. Keith. Oh, really? And he came in and had a coffee with me. Oh. And I told him thank He was a Labor member of Parliament. And I said, wow, there we go. That's terrific. I know. So to answer your question, um, I think I think because I, I grew up in very, very, um, very loving but very humble and modest um, environment, I think I do take a lot of... Um, I am someone who sees the courage in other people and I take that as um, as sort of energy and sustenance and um, for myself because I'm a lucky man. It's a bit like that, um, that Verve song. Like yeah, yeah. I, I am a lucky... Yes, I've worked hard and yes, I've taken some tough decisions but I'm a very, very lucky man and so I always look out for me to see um, those other people that... Um, you know, a displaying courage, getting on with life. You're um, exactly like me. I'm exactly like that. Yeah, because even growing up in Pinjara, you know, um, I wasn't openly out at school. However, everyone was like, everyone knew. They were just like, oh yeah, we like when I actually came out. They're like, yeah, okay, righto. But <laughs> I was lucky enough to be in the music program, and I was like, idol not idolized at school, but people looked up to me. <laughs> so I had a nice no, but I had a nice. What I'm saying is, I had a very easy. Um, uh, childhood in terms of being uh, myself. You were valued. Yeah, and I didn't. Uh, but so that's I'm I'm the same in a way now. I I, I consider myself very lucky because I know a lot of people that that went through some really traumatic experiences at school and still are and bullying and all that kind of stuff in the LGBTI community. Yes. Yeah, so and it's, I think it's, you're right. You're right. So I, I think it's very very important to recognise this still happens. Mm. This still happens and. And it's probably no wonder why um, birds of a feather flock together. You know, I, I, mm. I hung out with a, uh, a group of people at university and then, kid you not, in Young Liberals. And then over a period of time, we all not became gay because we obviously... Jill's going to go, right, we're doing this. This will be a flash down um, memory lane for some of your <laughs> listeners going to DC's uh, on James Street. Um, I've heard stories. Oh, wow. It was, no it idea was, what that means. I remember. I'm too young, I think. <laughs> it was bright. The music was great. Uh, yeah. it, was, well, it must have been sort of mid mid to late 1990s. The Red oh. Parrot, was that one? Before my time out. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> wow I thought I'd get in there really quick Fair enough, good I'll tell you what though uh, Speaking of those merit certificate days <laughs> Now you mentioned that you wrote to par- uh, Parliament I did Do you remember what those issues were about? Was it something to do with canteen lunches? <laughs> what issues I, were burning through your mind then? I uh, I wrote to Prime Minister Bob Hawke Oh, that's a big one That's a big one mm. And this of course is the day of Type letters or handwritten letters, no computer processes and the computer processes. <laughs> and I asked Mr. Hawke for some of his campaign stickers. Oh, cool. And guess what I got back in the mail? You got them. Campaign stickers. Not bad. I think Mr. Hawke might have actually signed the letter, but you can imagine my excitement, you know, Slindon Street, Nolamara, and the mail comes and there's a nice white envelope with a, you know, black Australian Commonwealth coat of arms on it. Very exciting. <laughs> and what was exciting was that, you know, people responded to 
correspondence. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm, I'm the sort of guy that checks my own emails, opens my own mail, write people a handwritten letter backwards. Really? Getting harder and harder for people you are to a read. My, I am a traditionalist. I'm, I'm a man of my word as well. Oh, amazing. Speaking of letters, I've got one in front of me. I'm good to segue. You've got, you've got two, Al. You've got two. You've got two, Steve. And I've got two. We've got a total of six. Well, so um, quickly before we go into this, I, I still struggle to. Uh, and um, you've given the tough questions. I'm going to give you ones that you'll slide right into. Um, the What is your role as a senator, right? Mm. So people probably don't know. So. We just all voted and we went to the polls and we these big sheets get put in front of us and we're like, where do we put the numbers? And a lot of them just go above the line, right? Mm. So so people um, specifically voted for you. How does that all work? And then, then what does your role play in Parliament? And then we can get into... Yeah, into, the, into the local. Yeah. Exactly how many people love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, they must love you because you've been in since 2012. So. Well, um, yes, but it might be that I'm getting a bigger pool of opponents as well. You never quite know. But um, what's the job of a parliamentarian? Well, as a senator, I represent the whole state of Western Australia. Uh, a member of the House of Representatives like Madeleine King or yeah. um, Julie Bishop in her day, they, have, uh, they represent a, a district. They represent a smaller area. Um, so my job is I travel around Western Australia, people talk to me about issues that are important to them in their community, whether it's Kununurra or Esperance or down here in Rockingham, then depending on the nature of the issue, I might go and fight for them to get resolution, go to Parliament, talk about the issue. So advocate for change. It could be little things. Um, it could be big things like same-sex marriage. So my job is to be a voice for people, fight for them and get outcomes for them. And they can be little things, helping someone with an immigration matter, or they can be you know, things that put our country on a much better path, mm. uh, like, like I said, like uh, the issue of same-sex marriage. So I'm someone who tends to... I like being busy, I like being engaged, I, like, I, I keep myself busy and probably am a bit of a workaholic, so I find it very, very hard to say no to people or say no to issues. Um, I have to get better at that because you can't... Do everything for Copy everyone. Copy everything, Well, because a lot of people say, go, you know, go to your local councillor for this, or mm. go to your local member for parliament for this, or yeah. go to, you know, so it becomes very like, well, who do we go to for what? But <laughs> 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 oh, you're a local man, so we know we can come to you. Well, as it says on the letter, <laughs> you're, lo you're, you're a local senator. Local <laughs> senator. Give us there a rundown. Go. What are these letters that you've got? So, well, actually, during the campaign, um, one of the local candidates, a uh, great guy called Peter Hudson here in uh, Brand, uh, asked me to come down and meet Tris and come and have a look at IPR. Radio, I came down, not sure IPL? what to IPL, oh there we go Well you can go IPLR if you really wanted to But IPR, you get, well, you're on the right I'm track I'm really relieved that the letter does say IPL and not IPR Where did I, Oh, IPR, radio there we Yeah, go. you got the radio thing You're trying to set the radio in there as well So IPL, so I come around, talk to Tris uh, Spoke to some of the people uh, I thought, Wow, what a fantastic, what a, what a, fa what a gem we yeah. like it. Well, what an invisible gem. Yeah. yeah people can hear you, mm. but people don't really know a lot about it. Mm. So I gave uh, Tris a commitment that after the election, win, lose or draw, I'd come back down here and we'd sort of do a bit of a plan to try and get some fundraising sure. happening. Um, now, of course, governments are full of money. Governments are flush with money. Mm. There's a billion dollars in the state program for mental health, so I'm giving Mark McGowan a plug, even though I'm not in his party. But um, we do, as, 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 he, as he does say, we've got a bit of money here in WA, well, don't I we? I fought very, very hard on the GST. Is that on my <laughs> It is on there, yes. On my biography. <laughs> thank I you fought for very hard for the GST. So WA's got a GST windfall, and I'm saying to the Premier, what about just a little bit? Just a little 
little bit for yeah. IPL Radio. Great. So what we've got in front of us are six letters. Yes. One's addressed to Christine Morgan, who's the CEO of the National Mental Health Commission. So that's the National Mental Health Body. I've got one in front of me going to Mark Butler, who's the Minister for Health and Aged Care. He's the new Federal Minister uh, elected with <coughs> Albany, Anthony Albanese. Who have you got, Al? I've got the Honourable Madeline King, MP, Minister for Resources. Excellent. I know that Madeline. I'm sure she'll come to the party. Who have you got, Steve? Well, of course I've got Mark McGowan. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I might just put my yeah, can you read? So on the premiers, on the premiers, <laughs> yes, 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 premier, yes, 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 yes. Oh, there's a note. Oh, oh my god, are you going to actually try and get me to read this? Yes, can you read it? Well, Mark would be able to. But shouldn't he, shouldn't he be used to? Elder? Mark, we've well, said Mark. Mark, yeah. I trust you are well. Yep. All is well. It's all going going well. Yep. Um, uh, something to do. GST. I think I'm right. So my handwriting has got considerably worse. So I've written to the Premier in a very formal way, dear Premier, talk about IPL radio. Then at the bottom I sign it. I sign all my letters myself. Um, then I've said in my own handwriting, Mark, I trust all is going well. Surely in the GST windfall there is some financial support for IPL. It's such a remarkable group. Best wishes, Dean. Surely. Now the last the last the last sentence in the last two sentences in all of the letters says this, IPL Radio would greatly value your corporation energy and energy in securing some modest financial support for their operation. I would be delighted to hear how we could work together to achieve this outcome. Great. There's some wordsmithing right I like that. You know what I like? There we go. Uh, every handwritten note on the back of these things is... Different. Uh, different. Oh, it's great. It's it's tailored to them. I love this one. Um, congratulations, you write to Madeline King. Uh, this is a wonderful uh, gr- and inspiring group, as unbelievable. You were trying to show off that you could read that. Now you've you did so well for <laughs> financial support. So yeah. here we go. And I know Madeline's, Madeline's often on the plane with me when I'm going to and from Canberra. Oh, no. So I said, congratulations, exclamation mark. Uh, this is a wonderful and inspiring group. And it's unbelievable they have such... Uh, they. Um, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> they do such wonderful work with little financial support. The Mark yeah. McGowan one's a good one. I think we'll keep that. We'll, we'll definitely roll with Did that. Did you hear that, You can Stephen? hand deliver it. You he called us inspiring. Oh. I'm blushing. Us personally? Oh, We're part of that. Oh, I have to... Okay. <laughs> so, that's amazing. So, we appreciate your support. We, we, mm. we know that... Um, well, Tris and the team here definitely need um, some financial support because they're carrying the, all the, the weight themselves mm, and it's exactly. something that we definitely need to put out there to the universe and uh, we appreciate you doing that too. It's amazing. Come so, on, universe, pony up. Yeah. Please. <laughs> well, we could talk, probably talk for hours, but you no, probably want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know, I'm just saying you probably had a long day is what I'm saying. I do Are start you, early. I don't yeah. care because I'm, yeah, I'm an early riser. I call it old man's disease. Oh, no, I do want to know. Oh, <laughs> I put my foot in it sometimes. <laughs> Once upon a time, I used to stay out all hours of I'm the sure, night and I'm the morning. Sure, that's I'm right. Sure. But you probably do a lot of back and forth between Canberra, I suppose, do you? Or yeah, you, when are you off there next? Um, the, around the 20th of July back there, we got the first two <coughs> weeks, Parliament opens, new government, new Prime Minister. So um, just going back to the letter, because uh, we put a lot of effort into these letters, can then anyone listening, how can they get involved in... in um, pushing this as well. Is there anything they can do? I've got an idea. Why don't they send me an email yep. with their... Uh, well, well, yeah. send me an email. Then what I will do is I will email them back these letters mm-hmm. and then if they could um, write their own note on the letter oh, great. and send it to the Premier. 
Yeah, sure. That would be good. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Good. Great. We'll get and the email address on the And website. it goes back to your point, Al. It's local and it's real. And if Because mm. these days in emails and, you know, messages and all, you never really know if someone's really interested or paying attention. Mm. But when you print it off, you put your own handwritten note on it, you put it in an envelope with a stamp, and, of course, on the Premier's letter, it's got his post office box. And if you're like me and you don't have a printer at home, I'm sure Tris or someone on the team, we can get them some printed have out for you. Have you seen their printer? It? No. It's amazing. Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes to me, I need you to print something. Like, you've got to print it off and sign it. I said, what? Can't you? Can't we dock your sign? <laughs> no, you can't dock your the sign. Other, it's the other wait. important thing just about our little fundraising uh, effort mm. is um, one of the things I've learned in uh, politics and parliament, it's important to share the success. So whatever success we might have mm. is the community's success, uh, is IPL's success. That's really, really important. Not a Liberal success, not a Labor success, not yeah. a Dean success, not a Mark McGowan success, a community, a community success. Because one of the things I take out of the federal election result is that people are getting tired of politics, they're getting tired they of Liberal versus Labor. They just want to see community outcomes, they want to see people working together. Uh, to improve the lives of all of us here in Western Australia. And we are so happy that we also have a voice as a you as an openly gay person uh, for the LGBTQ community and you always will in Parliament, which is very important as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Do we have, have we have anything else to say? We could go keep going, but... You don't want to ask me about my favourite song? What's your favourite song? Well, got I've, got the, I've actually got the, I've got the search button ready for that question. <laughs> I'll tell you Hoping we have it. Uh, in uh, in the very early 90s, I went to London for the first time. I love London. I'm a bit of an Anglophile. Went to London. Um, I was going on a Contiki tour. I had a couple of nights in London uh, by myself, so I built up heaven. the courage. I built up the courage, and I went to... Did you go to Soho? Not, not heaven. I went to... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, G-A-Y? Uh, it was G-A-Y, where you walk down the stairs off Tottenham Court. Mm-hmm. Been there many times. Full of trepidation. <laughs> <laughs> and this song was playing and I could, it'll date me, it, and I could not believe it. Um, I did, certainly had no courage to get on the dance floor by myself. D-Ream. Yep. Things can only get better. Oh my goodness. It All is a time. great song. Yeah. And it's such a positive song. And it was, I, 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 I just felt so sort of excited going down, nervous as hell, don't get me wrong, I'm quite, I was quite a shy guy. Probably I'm still a shy gay, but you know it was such a um, such a fantastic song. Such it's a, kind of an anthem. It is an anthem. Uh, I, I know the song. Who sings it? Dream. Oh, well, I hope that all I've got is the track here, and I'm hoping it's Fingers the right one. Crossed. Let's just hope. Thanks so much. It's great, guys. Love Thank to come you back. so much, yeah. Senator Dean Smith. Anytime. Uh, and if you want to get involved, well, good, a good thing you can do is this video will be up on the socials so you can share it if you want to get involved with this initiative as well to help support IPL Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, guys. And hopefully this is the song. Let's play it. And I'm, I'm hoping it's you the right one. She's pretty much um, an ambassador for the... Gay community, LGBTI, isn't she? Uh, well, she should old but young Dolly Parton, Jolly. Like, she should have her own award ceremony, I think. You know, like, I want to be given a little Dolly. Who's getting the Dolly this year? <laughs> <I don't>... <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome to Tea Time. We're spilling all the tea here on IPL Radio. It's Steve and Ali joining you. We've just had uh, Senator Dean Smith in, uh, openly gay senator, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and for the whole time too, which was a nice uh, thing. I was expecting him to He was gay for the whole time. What do you mean? He was gay for the whole time. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I thought you meant the whole time he was in here. I was like, I don't think he stepped out of being in that role for... Anyway, but yeah, no, that was interesting actually that he was um, uh, out... As he went into that that role and knowing that, yeah, yeah, so I was really cool. seriously looking for reasons to hate him, and I just couldn't. Well, no, you couldn't, and you know whether you sit on Liberal, Labor, Greens, wherever you sit on the spectrum, um, you know he's a great, genuine person. He I must really say. is. Yeah, yeah. I don't say this about everybody, but he's kind of yeah, yeah, my new favorite person. Is he? Yeah, you're now like. Are you just saying this because you're hoping he's listening on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> No. You're listening. I love made, you. I've made plenty of enemies on this nah. show. And you know what I really loved is that um, we were just talking about it off air, that he is um, not in here trying to run his own agenda. He's actually actively trying to support IPL Radio, which is even better because there is pools of money out there um, and we just need to access it. Yeah, how do I access it? Do I need to be... Like, I am a cause. Well, so, we can talk about that another time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Beyonce's got a new song out. I've got it ready to queue up. Yeah. Have you? Do you like it? I do. It's. It, I hated it's the first bit. Listen, this is the first. Let me just play this first bit because it's so it. Oh, so, when I first heard this, I was like, "What is happening? She's gone full on wacko." I think she's gone early nineties. You know yeah, but I, mean? that, like, I don't know really what was going on. I thought, no, I immediately hate it, and then I listened to it three times, and I was like, oh, "I like it." Yeah. And how can you not like a Beyonce song? Because there must be so many people that sit around um, the table and go, that is the single. I get confused about that. I, d- I do. I think about this. I, like When songs are released and I think, how did that pass the yeah. pub test? Yeah. Honestly. Like, why? But, um, but yeah, no, it should do well for it. I mean, okay, there's lots of people dropping new albums this year. Kanye's apparently doing another one. Oh, I don't care one. about him. You know what I mean? Do you not like Kanye? No, I can't stand the black. Oh, come on. Okay, was there ever a time that you liked him? No. Because a lot of people used to like him and then, you know, no, don't like, never liked him. Never liked his music either. Was never into him. Fair enough. I'm just not into that kind of music. Not even the, the gold digger thing? Like, no, that's catchy. It's not even not. him. It's if that comes on in, if when I'm in nightclub days, if that came on, I'd walk off. I can't, I did <gasps> like oh, it. Oh, I'm gold digger. No, I can't do it. Oh, mate. Sorry about that. If any potential um, <laughs> romances are listening, if you like, if you like, no, no, um, this is important. well, I tell you what, I did like. Did you do you like Drake? Uh, not so much. Did you know he was on no. stage with the Backstreet Boys? Lamar, but he was what? He was on stage with the Backstreet Boys no, in um, hold up. Canada. What do you mean the Backstreet Boys are still a thing? Yeah, the Backstreet Boys are touring. <gasps> yeah, with JT or without JT? Because no, I think a lot of them are touring. There's five of them, isn't there? Yeah, well, they're all, there's five of them on the stage, and this one of them's a lookalike. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just a wax model. No, they're doing one of those new holographic things like they did with mm. ABBA. Oh, God. I didn't wasn't involved in that. Hello. Hello, Justin. Hello, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what were you just reading? There's some... Um, oh, there is a, um, an ex-pro wrestler, wrestler, like a gay wrestler. Uh, he's he's running for office. Uh, in, uh, oh, we're really on the political spectrum tonight, aren't we? He's running for office for par- yeah. for in the US. You'll love his name, though. <clears throat> uh, what is that? Because they say wrestler, but I, th- I have a feeling like maybe he's dabbled in porn. Just dabbled, <laughs> just dipped his toe. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, maybe. Okay, right. So right. what's his porn name? I mean, he's... Um, Justice Horn. Oh, no, that's not his name. Is it really? Justice Horn. <sighs> yeah. Okay, right. He is the that's Horn of Justice. Sounds <laughs> like he's horny. Sorry, it's great. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, turned, he's, he's running for uh, politics in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, but he's 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 had uh, his campaign banners defamed, or, or you know, uh. like they've got the f word written all over it. Oh, uh, yeah, in black, you know, because it's the only thing that'll show up against a rainbow. I guess. Right? <sighs> so bad. Um, <laughs> How bad are things over there at the moment uh, in the US? Ridiculous! Oh, I, I love that we're not there, and, we, and we've got many listeners in the US. And if you are listening, you can actually leave. <laughs> no, I was going to say you can call us, but you can't. I don't think we're taking calls at the moment. But um, we'd love to hear from you on the socials and we can have you on another time. We Let us know what's going on over there. Yeah, we'd like some, you know, boots on the ground, people who are Especially actually... Especially in the LGBTI community. Is it? Is it... Because there's so many states over there and it seems some are like so pro-LGBT, then others are so bad and yeah. it's illegal or it's well, certain things are illegal. I don't know. Yeah, they've all got their own things. Yeah. It's worse than here. Like, you know how none I of know. our stuff is nationalised? Like, we've got different education systems oh. and we've got different water yeah, people, it's like different different countries within countries. It's, it's weird. Okay, my dad used to live on the border of <coughs> Queensland and New South Wales, right? Yeah. Beautiful place. Really one of the best places I've ever spent time in. Great. There's this weird thing where... Because that's where the Gold Coast is, right? So there's, you know, gangland stuff, all, all kinds of police chases going on. But if the police get to the border of New South Wales, they have to just stop. They can't continue chasing the criminal they're chasing. They have to stop. Is that stop. true? Yeah. Isn't oh, that ridiculous? That is a bit weird. That's so... Uh, you'd think they'd just, like, let it slide, wouldn't Yeah, you? and it's a bit like when COVID hit, there was just so much separation with everything. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, is it a real should problem? Be a, it should be a... A global, a global, a national, national approach, really. Yeah, anyway, but that's what National Cabinet was for, we were told, anyway. Yeah. We're getting political again. What is happening? He's, he has rubbed up He's rubbed in up my, He's in my, under my skin, you know. In a good way. Piled good up. Way. Hey, I'm just reading another article. Get this right. The British government is expected to reveal new laws which will require all newly built public buildings to have distinct male and female toilets. So new offices, schools, hospitals, entertainment venues are required to have separate male and female facilities in a move which has been described as an effort to curb the growing number of buildings that only have gender-neutral options. What? Uh, okay. I don't understand that, but anyway. The, the proposal has also set conditions for uh, any gender-neutral toilets that are installed alongside gender-specific facilities. goes on and on and on. Okay. Uh, That's... So they're, they've gone one way and then they've gone back the other. Like they did with gay marriage. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so confusing. Flip-flopping all over the place. But you know what? It's an equilibrium. It's like a pendulum that swings one way and then swings the other way. And then eventually People it'll sort of settle in the middle somewhere. Well, I hope so because it's kind of nice. Poor kids are probably so confused as to what they're doing. I don't know. But you know what they're saying here. The minister also said she was concerned that in some venues women were finding it hard to locate single-sex facilities because... Uh, they, or people were actually, some students were avoiding going to the toilet during school hours because they only had access to gender-neutral facilities. Yeah, it's a, it's hard one, isn't it? If you're at school, I mean, we're talking about really young kids. Oh, look, I avoided going to the toilet at school anyway. And that's like true. I, I hated going, do you know what? I actually hated going to the male toilets. Yeah, because it was rank. Well, no, not so much that. It wasn't even that. It was more so... Um, 
I was afraid I'd get beaten up in there or okay, something. There you know what I mean? Because it was like yeah. a like a yeah. There was some like posse of guys. Yeah, you never knew who would be hiding in there to to. You, you see those that things in the movies stairs. where you know they all they flush your head in the in the in, yeah, in the toilet while they're flushing it, and you're like, I'm, I never want that to happen to me. So I just never went in there. So I went in the disabled one, or I would um yeah I'd wait or I'd go or that some of those classrooms I used to wait till class to go into the gender. They just had one toilet in there for everyone. No, I didn't. I don't think it was ever. Um, in Pinjaro? Yeah. It wasn't... No, it was like it was a staff toilet. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, can I miss the toilet, miss? miss and they were like, oh, you're a teacher's pet, so you can go. Nice. It's good. Good to have the <laughs> status, you know? <laughs> I was. I was actually... Some people were like... <laughs> I don't know how... When I was at school, it was so funny. I used to um, sit there and... I used to be always the one at assemblies that got all the, like, certificates. Oh, yeah. And everyone used to go... And I wasn't even that smart. Like I wasn't like I was getting all these awards, but I was just like, you just be nice to the teacher. And I always used to have the teacher on site always. And it always get away with things. Like even during sport, I never used to go to sport class. I used to always hide in the music room and no one would ever say anything. Uh, now that confuses me, right? As a <coughs> burgeoning gay man, why would you not want to be in the change rooms? Right? No, because I hated sport. Oh, fair enough. So I hated actually going out on the field because the our sport teacher at high school, he was always like, right, because uh, he loved AFL. We're only doing football today, and it was always football. And I was like, can't we do soccer? I hated football. I hated it so Same. much. I never learned how. Like soccer, hockey. I said, like, can't we do something different? No, we're doing f- AFL. And I was like, f- oh, it's war then. Hey, is AFL our national sport? Yeah. Like it, it is, right? Yeah, That's it is. That's what we're all supposed to know. You know it's weird in the US how it's still baseball, apparently? Oh, is it? Like that's the national sport. What's England's sport? Uh, soccer. Like... Taking over countries? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, dear. Righto. <laughs> so, you know, he, stop doing that. So, um, apparently, I'm just reading as well, Meg Max got a new album. Hooray! Out. I don't even know who that person is. Oh, I tell you what, she did the greatest <laughs> cover of uh, Grandma's Hands. If you've never heard that song, listen to her do it, because oh. nothing else comes close. She's so soulful. She is a beautiful Australian voice. Get behind it. I haven't heard the new stuff, and I'm really looking forward well, to it. Well, it just depends. I, I'm just trying to figure out how she identifies, or if I can even call her a she. I'm just, I mean, I'm presuming how that... They. I um, mean, it's, it's safer just to go they until... Yeah, I know, but, them. like, uh, it, it was in a... Um, it was in a uh, an LGBTI um, media company, so I'm just wondering why it made it into there. Obviously, there was a reason. Well, I guess she's... En route to become an uh, icon, if not an ally, you know what I mean? She, there are some people that we've just kind of adopted as our own. Much, as, much in the same way Australia adopts New Zealand celebrities, the gay community, we kind of adopt uh, straight people who, who just... Yeah, and that might be, uh, yeah, like, like we, I mean, Kylie's not gay or, you know, but we all... She, she's she's ours. You can't, oh, that's true. You can't have her. <laughs> you can't have anyone. She belongs to us now. Oh, was that your segue into Beyonce's new song? Kind of. Oh. <laughs> I miss that completely. <laughs> the king of segways. Oh, I'm the king of segways, and I just missed the segway. All right, well, we're going to play the new song. I actually really like it. It's my vibe. I, I, it's one of those songs where I can get out of the shower and listen to it, like in the mornings to yep. get ready. Yeah. I can do it to drink too when I'm going out. I can do it when I'm just wanting to chill. I just love listening it's to a it. song for all seasons. It is so good. All right, we're going to take a break. It's uh, tea time with Steve and Al. We're missing Kim, which <laughs> we're going on a... a can I say manhunt? <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that now? I think so. <laughs> they haven't gotten rid of that yet. <laughs> they can't say manhunt. It's got to be, um, you've got to go gender neutral with that. So what would we say? 
uh, we're going on a they hunt. Yeah. But I, then I, they're only looking for people that identify as they. What happens? But he's the he. We're going to get rid of kingdom as well. I think it's going to be a theydom. My bad books is Macy Gray. No, no, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Well, I'm going to tell you why now. Now, now, now. I'm going to tell you why. Don't just leave me on a hook like that. <laughs> well, she's been on. Well, I should have noticed it was going to be bad when she appeared on Pierce Morgan's show because oh, he's an asshole. Any, oh, can I say that or not? Be well, sorry You've about done that. It. I've done it. <laughs> well, he's an ass. I can say that, can't I? Yes. Just kind of the hole on the end. But what have I told you about stating the obvious, Stephen? Well, let's listen. There's been an interview, and I'll see what you think. It's a bit like this whole issue of, of transgenders in sport. I support all trans rights to fairness and equality. But not where you have people born with obvious physical superior bodies transitioning and then thrashing the women. Now, hang on, I'm going to pause because, hang on, I love how they start the interview with, oh, we support trans. But, and she goes, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah. But hang on, we got the part now. I totally agree. And uh, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go too much apart doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. You feel that? I know that for a fact. Hmm. Like, if you want me to call you a her, I will, because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you a her, and just because you got a surgery. Because people do feel, feel that. You, there's biological sex and then there's gender identity that you yeah. can identify as whatever you like you in terms of your gender right? that's the freedom we live in Absolutely. but actually you can't change the mechanics of biological sex they are what they are well just I mean, like women go through just a, a completely unique experience that, and, and, and surgery or, or you know finding yourself doesn't doesn't change that you know being a a little girl is, is a whole epic book you know and, and you can't you can't have that just because you want to be a woman. Well, you know, you when, when people like J.K. Rowling have, have said this, mm -hmm. they get attacked, they get abused. Yeah. The cancel culture mob comes from me. She gets called know. she gets called transphobic and so on. You well, might get the same for saying it. But it's the truth. And I don't but think you should be transphobic just because you don't agree with thought thought. you know. I, I just there's a lot of you know. Judgment and throwing, you know, stones at people for for just saying what it is. Oh, you know what I mean? Throwing stones. Uh, at people. There are literally people. All right, so maybe we need to probably stones. go back to to basics with this woman. Um, and like, where does so when you're homophobic, it means, well, the definition of of that. I think people when you when you actively say I support trans people but I don't support them being themselves, doesn't that make you transphobic? Well, I think it kind of does. What she's negating is the totally unique experience that trans kids have growing <coughs> up. Mm. Uh, you know, feeling one way, being another. Uh, and maybe there should be another word for it, but she's kind of just not... Like, she, she's, she's having the discussion... Which is great, but I don't think she's quite gotten to the the, the conclusion. And, and what I don't like about that show, it's called Uncensored, which I think is ridiculous. That's the first interview I've ever seen, but but I can already, already imagine that you can't... Basically, they're just going on there to talk about what they think. They're not actually 
she's not open to listening to someone. So why don't they get someone on the phone and say, oh, can you please explain to me? And then they go, actually, no, well, I still have that opinion. That's okay. But they're just going, oh, well, we love, we love, well, they didn't say love, did they? Because they don't love them, obviously. No. They support trans, what are the rights? Yes. Yes, we do that. So they're saying the right thing <coughs> and then saying... I think that's a loaded... It, it is. It really, Crap, really is. Because it's either stand by it or <coughs> don't. But either way, you're right. Be open to hearing the other side and then... Well, they're only about the cancel discussion. culture and things, but, but you can't say one thing and then backtrack on it and not expect to be pulled up on it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, isn't it? No, I mean, no, uh, whatever your view on it is, I don't think someone, like you said, obviously she's trying to stay relevant, this woman, because I haven't heard anything from her since she sang that song. So. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. She's done a whole bunch, and, and frankly, I've liked most of her albums. Have you? I really, I really have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, She's not a great interview, really. No, no. <laughs> neither, neither is Piers Morgan. <laughs> but that's just it, right? You Maybe don't that's want to show because you want to be seen and you want to be heard, mm. and then you want to. Do and it causes controversy, and of course, yeah. that's what the rating's going to pull. And it, and we've just googled it and we've just listened to it, but we've listened to it for different reasons. But doesn't matter. Um, a hit is a hit. Right. Uh, well, I should have checked how many hits that's actually had, but hopefully. Um, but you see, this is what happens. I just hope now people don't go and listen to all the songs. Do you reckon well, that's going to happen? Yeah, I reckon it will. Like, you, if we could see her Spotify, um, like her numbers, you know, mm. like they will spike because of this. They'll go back and so they're like, oh, I like this and that's song. the worst part. Like you got people like they, um, Kate Bush at the moment nice. that are charting and making two. Po- she's made like two point three million dollars from. That's being on Stranger Things yeah, with the soundtrack. She does, yeah. and that's good. I like that, but not this. I'm so that glad that me. she hasn't come out and said anything disparaging about you know trans people. You know, she, she hasn't caused any controversy, and no. yet she's she's back in the forefront, mm. which is great. Well, that's always like, from 1985. Imagine waking up one day <laughs> and putting out a song, going, "Oh, that was good those days," and we I earn a bit of money, and then going. Oh, I'm number one on yeah. globally. <laughs> my song that was decades on. Anyway, we got wouldn't track. be great. Like, not no terrible, <clears throat> terrible, right? Because when someone that you have loved goes and does something terrible, oh. like J.K. Rowling did, and you know she was beloved globally, oh, right? Sh- yeah. Richer than the Queen, all of that, mm. and then now she's. Mm. Like, people have turned on her completely yeah, well, and they'll boycott her and all this sort of stuff. It, I would hate for any of the people I idolise to suddenly be yeah. awful people. I don't want that. I don't want uh, to know that. That is always... Uh, um, like, I didn't want to know this story. But well, now do I you know what? Then I'm just... Re- then decide. I do... This is what annoys me because then you do more digging and then the title of it is Macy Gray saying trans comments were grossly misunderstood. I mean, how can you misunderstand what you said? I mean, doesn't make, that doesn't make sense to me either. I have nothing but love, um, she tells Rolling Stone, for the LGBTIQ plus community and transgender community and have been a supporter since day one. My statement on Pierce Morgan was grossly misunderstood. I don't hate anyone. We're not saying that you hate them. But you misunderstand. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, you, we yeah. haven't misunderstood. You've misunderstood. Exactly. <laughs> Tell you what. Um, anyway, on a lighter note, have you got you something else there? <laughs> <laughs> You're lining them up tonight. I do, I do, I do. Um, <coughs> so we were talking about uh, how Beyonce's, you know, she hasn't done anything wrong yet, so we love her still, yeah. which is lovely. And her new song, we're just looking at different references and stuff, and I mm. thought I had uh, Whitney vibes. Yeah. And you said that you sort of had RuPaul vibes. Yes, I did. Yeah. So that And Rihanna, you are right. There's a bit of... Disturbed, down, 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 down. Was that in there? Classic. Um, no, I love. What was that one she did? Um, work, work, work. 
She like disjointed her jaw to sing that, you know, like wow, 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 wow. Anyway, but it got me on the whole thing about. Okay, the camera's not on. You didn't see what I just did. Anyway, Julianne. Yes, talk to me. What are you telling me? Are you going going somewhere with this? I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere because it got me onto drag queens. Yeah, and you know I love drag. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It is like one of the best art forms in the world because, like, those guys are athletes. Yeah, um, they do. Should be a sport, to be honest. It should. Well, I suppose and it they is. should That's get what the dollies. <laughs> the what? They could get the dollies, the Dolly Parton Award for best drag. <laughs> I thought you meant like Charlie Dolly. I was like, why would they want the dollies in their music videos? You're going to that would be quite <laughs> a good. That'd be quite a good little music. Uh, what's her name? The the, the um, Trixie Mattel. No, no, no. Um, she's not a drag queen, but she dresses like one. Um, Pam Ann. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I game on her yes yeah anyway are you a fan have you seen her yeah i've seen her live is she funny i mean the well, i was really drunk i can't though. remember to yeah. be honest i was really pissed <laughs> and it cost me a lot to get in i remember that two brewers in london she was there and i i remember being really excited to see her but i can't remember anything about oh, God, do you have any idea how much trixie and cartier's <laughs> tours cost for tickets how much oh way too much like more than <laughs> i Make in a week, sort of. No, not that much. Okay, but it's it's more than a day's wait. I heard you make like three, four grand a week, so that must be an expensive ticket. Yeah, but that's not all taxable, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we won't talk about your side jobs. All right, where are you going with this story? Yeah, so, so there was a there's an Irish drag queen called mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Panty Bliss. <laughs> it's not the best name I've ever heard, frankly. It's not, but Doctor Panty Bliss. Yeah, Doctor Panty Bliss. Okay. Yeah, Dr. P- oh, sorry. It's Dr. Panty Bliss Cabrera. Oh, that makes Bliss it better. Cabrera. Does it? No. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any more sense. sarcastic. Maybe it's an Irish thing. Cabrera? Anyway, I yeah, go on. Know. So uh, she's come out and there was this big, they've got the Mayo <coughs> Pride Parade in Ireland, which is great. And so they did one of those wonderful- Mayo? Mayo. As in mayonnaise? I guess. Okay, go on. I mean, it would take a bit of digging, but I, I do need I'm to know more about a condiment-based celebration <laughs> anyway, go of on. love. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the connotations with that, but anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Oh, no, I know, I know. Um, yes? It's slippery. Now... <laughs> eggs, can be sweet. Eggs and oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a connection. Oh, gosh. I need a beer <laughs> for that conversation. Um... Alright, so they did one of those wonderful drag story times. Can things. I just make a side note? I don't know if we're allowed to do this, but I think what? during the last half hour of our show, we should be having a beer. Because people can have a drink with us. Are we allowed to do that? That'd be nice. Yeah, let's do that next week. Yeah, okay. Anyway, go on. Wait, are you, are you bringing the beer? Yeah, I will. I mean, I know I make a lot of money, but... <laughs> we'll take. I didn't say it was going to be expensive No, beer. you know what? I'm going to bring you a craft beer. Every time oh, I I'm do gonna, like craft beer. I'm going to bring you a But I don't have it enough. Beer. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, okay. and you can review it. Yeah, okay. Do a oh, we'll do once once a week. That'd be good. Booze review. Booze review. Booze reviews. Here on Tea Time. Terrific. We should be having tea, really, but anyway. So, Special where are we going? Well. So, there's a May- there's a pr- festival called Mayo. We're off track. <laughs> I'm putting it back on track. Thank so you. It's, right. That's their pride parade called Mayo. Yeah. And there's an Irish drag queen called something to do with um, pants. Pants? <clears throat> what was it again? Panty, yeah. Dr. Panty. I told you, I was listening. Yeah, but... <laughs> Dr. Panty. Dr. Panty Blue. Yes, okay. All right, has uh, mm. just come out and uh, done a big read on these fascists, she calls them, who stormed over and started to 
crowd in on this lovely little drag reading. You know, open for all ages. There's a drag queen with a storybook. And oh, yeah, story and time. Yeah, yeah, story yeah. Time. yeah. Really, really great little initiative. Um, and this group of wallies, you know, um, Kit Kats have... Homophobes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> come in because I can't use other words. So I, I substitute words. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they've, they've come in and started waving things around and asked the drag queen, do you have uh, permission to talk to that 15-year-old? You know, like the implication being that they're grooming him or something? Well, one would suggest that they have permission because um, they're there at the, the story time. What do they, like, want consent Well, usually the parents would take them to the, the story time, wouldn't they? And if not... Okay, so what happened in the end? Well... Did anyone get hurt? No, no one got hurt. Oh, that's good. Thankfully, because they've uh, drawn the line at smashing their Picard signs on over children's faces, um, which is just as well. But you know, Ireland. Uh, uh, hey, um. Anyway, so it all turned out for the best, and she's just said, uh, uh, wh- "Where is it?" So after a gorgeous pride and a lovely welcome from Westport, some fascists turned up at a local bookstore to intimidate the drag queen story time. So we decided to go and support the shop in inclusion and say, feck off to fascism. <laughs> feck off. It's lovely. I love feck off. I do too. <coughs> I love in um, different accents when you can get away with saying really rude words. We can't say them on air, but yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Um, I think we're going to take a quick break and put something really gay on. I'm going to do Whitney. I want to dance with somebody. Yes. And then I thought we'd come back and I want to tell you about um, some of my Tinder conversations because I've got back on Tinder since I've been back from Bali. Ooh. And, um, God, it's it's exhausting. Is it NSFW? SFW. Not safe for work? Oh, no, 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 no. They're okay. just dumb conversations. Aren't they all? No, yeah, they have been. They've Except been really the bad. If you find a not dumb conversation, <coughs> then marry that. Gotta love a bit of Whitney, especially when you're on the uh, spilling the tea on tea time here on RPL Radio. Yeah, she's good like that. We're here. Uh, would you believe we have been off the air for a few weeks, haven't we? Or a week? Uh, I wasn't here, but then we I, had... I was away with COVID. Yes, and but and then we, last week Kim you and I did this, uh, Kim and I did this show before that. Yes, and you've just been away for two weeks. Three weeks. I oh, know. I did one of the weeks, didn't I? I did phone in. You did for a bit. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> I think it counts. I'm saying it counts because I might want to do the same thing at some point and I want it to count. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Yeah, we can and we can. Do. Anyway, we, we digress. But and anyway. we can get other people to call in. Like, you know, the great unwashed can call in and we can talk to them. They who, can talk to who us. Who are the unwashed? The people everyone that are else. Everyone else. I think else. it'd be nice. No, yeah. we, well, I think we should. We should actually. You can actually call, call us, but you can't call us now. No, 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 no. We need someone, we need a, to, someone uh, to man the to phone, you see, because yeah, we've got sure. to kind of siphon through those calls. Just in case there's a few little... Out. Yeah, there's some crazies out there. Yeah. I attract them. What sort of person do you attract? <laughs> Nutters. <laughs> Nutters. Because I really want to know this. I want to know this about your Twitter. Mm, there, my I, Twitter? Not your Twitter. No, no, oh, no, you no, don't no, want to no, know about my Twitter. Controversy? Yeah. No, I want to know what the best line is that you've had. Oh, I don't know. I can't tell you. From Tinder. No, I couldn't. T- I have. I don't know. I'm just going through now because I've got back on Tinder, and it, to be honest with you, it's really exhausting. I don't know why I'm bothering. Oh, because you're getting too many. No, I'm not. It's not even that. I wish it was that. <laughs> I wish. No, it's just the whole. Hey, how are you? 
good? How are you? What are you up to? Oh, what, I hope you had a good day. I'm going yeah. to bed now. Blech. No, you I'm need like, to cut through that shit. Anyway, this guy, right? Yep. And I really hope you're listening. I'm going to call you Bob. Your name wasn't Bob. I could probably actually call him his name, but I don't say his last name. Cause I don't he's not listening. Have you ever met a Bob? Do they exist? Yeah, I've met a few Bobs. Oh. I never dated a Bob. I don't think I could. No, me neither. Something about them. No, like, I'd hate to be... Well, imagine introducing them. Hi, um, this is my partner, Bob. Bob. Mind you, I do know some really nice couple that one of them's called Bob. Anyway. All right. Sorry, I mean, Bob. can't turn it, someone down for their name. No, that's all right. And actually, he could be so hot. He could be. And he could be the, he he could be the love of my builder. life, and I'm just going to say, no, I can't have you because your name's Bob. Most builders are hot. Oh, my God. I love Bobs. Bobs call in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where I've been going wrong. No bobs. <laughs> ignoring the bobs. Um, okay, so this guy, right. I'm going to read you the conversation. Oh, I hope it's PG. I'm just really glad that neither of us made a Bob Down joke. I, like, I'm really proud of us. Well, I'm going to read out cheesy pickup lines from Tinder in a minute, so it's going to get worse. <clears throat> but, so, this guy, right, his name is Tyson. I will tell you his name. I don't know his last name because we didn't get that far. But he goes to me, hey, man, how are you? I said, good, how are you? Good weekend. He goes, oh, that's good. Yeah, pretty good. But I have to go to work today. Sad face. This was on a Sunday. So I would have already red flags. And why, why are you going to work on Sunday? Why sad face? Are you getting, getting the dollars for that? That's good. Well, he's a bar manager. So I would have preferred staying in bed. So I said, oh, so sorry, because I'm so delayed with my message. <laughs> <laughs> I replied about nine hours later. So sorry, I had a busy day, busy day with family. How was work? What did you do for work? Was you that know. a lie? Uh, really I actually do forget. I'm ter- terrible on Tinder because I don't have the notifications turned on. So You were in bed streaming something. I think I was there with a man. No, I wasn't. <laughs> anyway, so we go on and it goes on for a bit and he goes, oh, I work here. And I was like, and then I said, oh, whereabouts? And he goes, oh, how are you going to stalk me? I'm like, well, no. And then, uh, like a lot of then I said, that's what Facebook's for, right? Yep. And he goes, okay, fair point. Um, he told me where, I wor- where he works, but I didn't actually want to know the name. I was just like wanting to know roughly like... Are you in Perth or you, where are you? Because yeah, I'm in Mandra. You know, because I like to start suss that out. And I said, I have no clue where that is, where he told me he worked. And I said, I live in Mandra, ha ha. He goes, ha ha, this is it, right? Okay. This is when I crack the shits. I'm already confused as, what, as to what's <clears throat> funny, but go. Ha ha, well, he goes, ha ha, you're all good, man, no stress. And wow, Mandra, hey, ha ha, how's that? I don't know why we're ha ha <laughs> Then I said, ha ha, yeah, great. <laughs> Been here my whole life. He I don't goes, know why he's wow mandering. Well, then he then he goes, oh true, ha ha, but ha has, isn't it still like a drug suburb? Right. So he knows I've lived in Mandarin my whole life. Then he decides to claim that Mandarin is a drug suburb. Right. Inferring what? Well, I. Mm. <laughs> so then I left it because I was I had a few wines and I thought I'm not replying to that because I'll probably go off my head because it's so annoying because Mandra gets so much bad press and probably Rockingham, Rockingham as well for like oh there's so many drugs here but it always makes news whereas there's drugs everywhere in in uh, Perth in the city there's all sorts of problems you know why? and all sorts of white collar drug use doesn't <clears throat> get reported on. Well, Have you true. ever met a lawyer? Just say. <laughs> So I go the next night after another wine. If you don't think doctors are self-prescribing, you've got another <laughs> thing coming. They all are. Do you know what? I asked a doctor once. I said to him, can you, um, I was talking like on Tinder. I was like, no, we got talking. We got past the Tinder stage. And he said to me, um, I said, oh, can you, i just curious, do you, can you write your own scripts? And he goes, oh my God, no, we can't do that. And I thought, you're such a liar. No, but doctors are friends with other doctors. Well, that's, oh, so yeah. technically he was telling me the truth. And doctors are friends with vets 
and pharmacists, and they all know each other because they know each other from uni, right? Mm. And they just do. I'm just... Anyway. Yeah. So, I said back the next time, I just said, so rude. That's all I said. And then he goes, ha ha. Again with the ha ha's. <laughs> like, it's annoying answer. me, the ha ha's. But it's not, is it not true though? I haven't been there in years. So, I haven't replied. That was, that was last Sunday. I can't deal with anything. All right. That was on Sunday before last. Well, I mean, you could be the one to draw him to Mandurah, and then you'll have to be the ambassador. Well, he lives in Perth. It's 50 minutes away. Oh, come on. What? What? Get over it. Well, I'm not 50 over 50 minutes away. What it is? Well, I want... What, what am I getting over? We're going to have a fight on here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Western Australia. It's Australia. Things are far apart. No, no, no. What I, oh, you're saying get over it. No, but what I'm saying about that is I'm saying he should be more aware... Of things that are not far away. Okay, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's That's like me saying, oh, Bunbury's saying that about Bunbury. Yeah, when it's kind of... But I know Bunbury's not that because I'm aware... Anyway. But it does seem like a long way away and I'm happy for that. Like I like that Bunbury feels a long way away because I don't want to go anywhere near it. Every person I've ever met from Bunbury has just had... Okay, be careful. ...a little... Issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known people from Perth. I've known people from everywhere that's had an issue. Anyway, so um, have you ever been on Tinder? I have. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long have you been in a relationship for? So far, uh, like thirty-two months. Why are you doing it to the month? I don't because I didn't want to say oh, two and a half years. Why didn't you say that? I don't know. He goes, "Oh my god, guys, how long have you been dating? Oh, thirty-two months." And, and everyone looks so confused and go. And then carry the one. Does it sound better two. in months? No, because now I'm thinking, I can't think of how many how many years okay, that so is. It's coming up to three years. 24 is two years and then you add, oh yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very complicated. Do you, it is and it's wrong. Do you like testing people's IQ levels? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't like to know that people are smarter than me. I just assume. Are you from space because you're out of this world good looking? <laughs> you should use that. That's actually not bad. What was, no, there's another one up there that I actually really, really uh, like. I like this one. All your pics came through, through yeah. at a 45 degree angle. Guess your acute E. Love that. <laughs> it's a little, it just speaks to the nerd in me. It really does. Are you Australian because you meet all of my koalif- koalifications? Koalifications. <laughs> 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 That's very good. That's actually not bad. Yeah, I've never used a pickup line. I'm not good. I do the preamble thing. I try to get away from it, right? I try to cut straight to the chase. I go, I read their bio. If they don't have a bio, I don't bother, right? If yeah, you see. Tell me a little something about yourself. And how's the do I have a bio? What's my bio? But I had a very I'm successful pull it up. grinder date. Ended Did up you? being another uh, three year relationship, oh. which was great. Well, I met my first ever partner on Grinder and we were together a year. Really? Your fir- How young are you? I'm 29. I'm 29 in, 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 on Saturday. Wow. It's my birthday this week. Hey, what are you doing? Um, I am going to one of my favourite restaurants in Mandra with friends and family. And then we're going to another, another bar, of course, it's involving drinking. Because <laughs> we're Australian. Nothing That's to... Nothing to um, Get a big pink cocktail. I don't know if they have them where we're going. Pink. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't like pink. Blue. Blue. No, I don't like blue. <laughs> no. Blue curacao. Have you ever tasted that thing? It's Isn't it curacao? Cu- I curacao. don't happen to know. Blue. I use it in cocktails. No, yeah. I think it's got one of those little squiggly bits on the sea. 
uh, under the sea. What do you think this thing from wherever that's made? We'd like to know. We should get a bar manager on the show. Well, he's a bar manager, the guy, that guy. Yeah. Do you want me to ask him on? <laughs> yes, I do. You should have your first Tinder date. Live on air. Live on air. <sighs> you could oh, grill dear. him. I could help but ask the serious questions. We do could, you, you know? When you are on the apps, though, yep. um, have you always lived in Rockingham? Uh, no. No, no, I was living in Pinjara at the time. And he lived in oh, Waterloo. Right. So did you when you were in Pinjara though, for example, so did like you find half away. Yeah, did you find though that when you told them where you were, yep. they were like, Oh my god, that it's so far. Yes. That's so annoying. Yes it is. But my did you ever mind travelling? No, I never minded. I no, because that's either. that's when I learned how to sing. That's actually very true. Can I you have, sing? Like, I'm getting there. Give us a go. No. Oh. No, privately maybe, but it's <laughs> I'll just put, I'll just, when you start, I'll just put it on there. <laughs> okay, go now. No. It's uh, safe now, I promise. I promise. <clears throat> you know what, but if you break that trust, if you break that seal of trust that I have with you, you know, and you prank me and you put me singing on air, like, I don't know how we're going to repair this relationship. We're going to need Kim in here. To, like, well, Kim's going to have a hard battle ahead. Yeah. Do we have an update on Kim? Because Kim's gone missing. We're worried about if Kim. If anyone knows where Kim is, honestly, yeah. we're worried. And if you don't know who Kim is... Um, here's his address and his phone number. Oh, for, oh we'll play a song. Sorry. <laughs> if you don't know Kim, you should find out because he's a lovely man. Well, he really is, like him. He is, but we need to know where he is. Do you think he doesn't like us secretly? Do you think he talks about us? Well, maybe he just thought that I've did, it's my turn to be awake. <laughs> we had a turn. Yeah, we have. That's why it's good there's three of us because we can just default to two if possible. Maybe. Yeah, it works. it works. But if there's only one of us, that's not going to work. Well, it it could. You can handle yourself. You can hold your own. Yeah, but I don't like do being it. by myself for these kind of shows because you can't bounce off the talk topic. Yeah, well, what's you the difference? I got left on my own on Saturday morning because uh, little Jack uh, oh, yeah, yeah. took off. He's He's got a new job. Do you so host with Jack? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little Jack. And he just, he was having some family issue. Oh. And he kept going in and out of the studio. Oh, he spent more time out than That would have annoyed me. It was yeah, startling. Um, so I just, I did the worst show I've ever done. <laughs> I'm sure it was that bad. It was so bad. I rambled <coughs> like you, like you know me. What I were you talking talk about? Because I always have to go, like, I'm Googling like, what, what am I starting with and what am I going to talk about? And then you go, how am I going to talk about that with myself? Yeah, like I had things prepared to talk with Jack Yes, about, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, I had yeah, nothing yeah. to yeah. talk about. Yeah, because there's things like when you're reading an article, you can like just tell people about things and go, oh, that's funny or whatever. But then if you're actually talking about something in particular, you want to be out of bounds. Yeah, I think um, like birds might have been mentioned. Like I might have just talked about birds for a bit. See, I, I would have tuned right things. out. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I tuned out. Yeah. Well, Jeep, there's probably bird lovers out there. I look. It's an audience for everything, <laughs> right? We should. We could do a bird segment. Shall we do a bird segment? Is this what you're after? Is that what you want, Stephen? Do you want to do a bird segment? IBL Radio. I just thought I'd put that on there. Just plugging the station. I think because I just. <laughs> you know when you when when I when things get awkward, I'm just going to put one of them on now. And then we're back. right, we're back. It's a lot better than your change to talk about the weather technique. <laughs> I hate the oh, weather. it has been terrible though. I tell you, it has. It works every time, but I tell you, I always say that. Oh. It was terrible. It, it was <clears throat> yesterday. I dragged these benches out from under the rain. You know, like they were poor little kittens that I was trying to save from the weather. And 
uh, because I wanted to paint them. I was, you know, like weather protection and stuff. Oh. I was doing that, and then it started raining, and it was awful, and it was terrible. No, we shouldn't say anything, because Sydney was, you know, is in a bad way. Oh, yeah. That's why yesterday I was like, spare a thought for Sydney. If you're complaining about the weather today, don't. Yeah. And you know what? Any other day in Australia, spare a thought for most of the world. I know. Because it's all going a, bit lucky, cr- yeah. going a bit hectic at the moment. And spare a thought for people in Ukraine. Always. Always now. Always now. Hey, well, how good that um, Albo went over there. Did he? He went over and met with, um, what's his face? Oh. I don't know his name. Zelenki. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Well, he didn't meet me the Russian president, if that's what you're asking me. Less attractive. <laughs> um, Alba or um, Zelensky? Zelensky? You don't find him attractive? No, I do. Oh, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. No, my, my boyfriend and I share that opinion. We we both tune into the world Okay, hang, hang on. I'm just going to... I'm not cheating. Progress music. IDL Radio. We had to interrupt that segment because we were going to go into graphic detail. Of I'm not cheating on my boyfriend with a power <laughs> leader. I'm not. I never would. I would. No, I thought you were going to go into graphic detail of you two in the bedroom no, thinking why about. Would you the think p- that? I don't know. Anyway. Me and my. To you, Ali, the Beatles on Tea Time here on your Wednesday Eve, wherever you're listening. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. There's just me and uh, Ali, Steve here as well, riding, not solo, but duo. <laughs> riding solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo. One of motorbikes that has got a little sidecar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you in, you're, in the, you're in the passenger seat. I love the sidecar. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I saw a trike with a sidecar once. It was very strange. Trike with a sidecar. Yeah. I'm trying to picture, picture that. Yeah, it's mm. difficult, isn't it? I well, think it would have been difficult to manufacture. That's a unique vehicle. Mm. But I want one. <laughs> I do. I've always loved a trike. I, I, there's something about it. Yeah. Mm. I prefer a bike. Like just a bicycle or a motorbike? I was going down like the bi route. A bisexual. Are Keeping things relevant. <laughs> are, you, are you changing things up on me? Are you I started watching. Um, you remember Queer as Folk? Of course, of course. Have you watched the new Queerest Folk on Stan? No. I started watching it and I am addicted. It is so good. It is amazing. And they they tackle like things that are relevant now and just like, it's just been like reinvented. It's really, really good. All right. I did not expect to ever hear a nice endorsement of a reboot of... It was, it's really good. And the characters in it and there's a lot of sex. I yeah. tell you what, it was a bit of a playbook for me growing up. Mm, I used to sneak it on on SBS yes. all the time when I was a kid. Like, I'm watching South Park. Mark, <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same as Big Brother um, Uncut. <gasps> when they used to do the nude version of like, oh, I'm watching Big Brother. And then my mum was like, okay, no worries. But I was actually watching the naughty version. But anyway, I think, we've all, I think we've all been there. The Duna dancing. SBS has always been naughty channel, hasn't it? It has. You get those yeah. uh, wonderful French films. Yes, that always have the naughty scenes yeah. in it. I think everyone could. If, if you're listening and doesn't, don't know what SBS is, if you're not in the country, it's like, what's it stand for? That is a SBS. really good broadcasting service. Something. Socialist broadcast. I don't know. What uh, does? Standard, <laughs> standard broadcasting. Stand the secondary for. broadcasting service. Sexual, I think it stands for. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Special. Special. Oh. oh. 
It's a special broadcasting service. <laughs> nice. Well, that's very nice. I never expected that. No, I thought so it was going to yeah. be something more, more serious. Okay, well, that, there we go. If you've oh, ever wondered what um, SBS stands for, it's a special broadcasting service. Oh. And we are in no way endorsed by the SBS. Well, no. No, <coughs> but, you know, I'll give them a shout out. But, yeah, I, have you got Stan? I would watch um, no, uh, Queer as Folk. It's very good. I've got to cycle through my streaming services. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm yeah. not going to get them all. I know no. people that just have I've only got Netflix and Stan. Yeah. So and then I had a brief stint with, I had Fox, so I got rid of that. And then I also had Hey You because I wanted to watch all the reality shows. But then I got bored of that and I cancelled that. Fair enough. I want uh, I want whatever one RuPaul's on. I haven't done Stan. that. Is it? Oh, so you can watch Queer Infer- it's got all the ga- It's got all the LGBTI stuff on there. Cool. I also want the horror one. You know there's like just a horror streaming service? They're all horror all the time. Oh, no, I couldn't watch that. Yeah. I could watch one, but not... I wouldn't pay to watch the streaming. Are you a fan of the American Horror Story series? Um, Jessica Lange. I actually probably... So, I haven't actually properly watched it. I watched one episode. I think I watched the Lady Gaga episode. Oh, no. She was in the whole season. Oh, I watched one episode. Yeah, I haven't very watched very it. And I probably should go back and watch it because it's, it's poor of me not to watch it. As long like. as it's got one of the ones that's got Jessica Lange in it, then you're fine. She's mm. great. She's just amazing. Anyway... But she's getting on a bit. I mean, she left the show eventually because um, she's still alive. I, I thought you were going to say she died. I think she might have done. Oh. Not on the show, though. No, no, I in mean, real several, life. Several times on the show. Well, if she died in real life, she, I'm sure she died in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, she left the show first. Probably best. <laughs> Probably best. Go out on a bang. <laughs> Do you remember that show, uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter? I've never watched it, but yeah. I heard of it. Because the main... Like the dad, I think it was played by John Voigt, and he yes. died while they were like, I don't oh. know if it was like during filming, but he was still on the show. And they, oh. um, yeah, he died while that show was still airing, but they didn't take it off the air. Oh. So they just wrote his death into the story, and they continued the, the show just with like Katie Segal and whatever the rest of the kids' names were dealing with the dad dying as part of the oh. comedy show. <laughs> Okay, it's right. sort of like well, I suppose term. that's smart editing. Uh, writing, I mean, sitcom, yeah. And then it turned into this What's drama. It Eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. On what? Oh, who knows? This <clears> is <throat> yonks ago. This was like back when shows had <clears throat> musical intros. Was this VH, VHS days? Was yeah, it? yeah, right. Yeah, a long, yeah, long right. time ago. Katie Segal still looked mm. um, hireable. Alive. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, tell you what, speaking of alive, mm-hmm. there is this, I love these sort of stories. There is this couple who have their birthday on the same day. Yes. And they've just turned 100. And they've yeah. been married for 73 years. And they're gay. No. <laughs> Can you I'm, imagine? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how you're going to spin this into the LGBTI thing here. Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay, that's not good. Not at all. There's no reason we can't. So there are 100... No, I know, I'm only joking. Except... What's the longest gay relationship you're aware of? You know, like, we have this reputation for being a bit <laughs> frivolous when it comes to... You know, oh, like you asking me specifically in my life, how, who's the longest partners yeah. I know in a gay relationship? You, like, uh, uh, that's Because on average, like, we're known for short relationships. I know, I know of a couple that have done 40 years. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's probably it. No, that's pretty good. Like, it's mm. still less than half of mm. what... He passed pre- recently, though, but that's sad. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. That continue on. I thought, you, guess what else is 100 years old? What? Water skiing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it 
I is. I thought you were going somewhere. Wait, wait okay. No, yes. I, I just thought that was a fun little fact. It's a hundred years old. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was invented in nineteen twenty. So is today National Water Skiing Day? Yes. Is it? it sure. Yesterday <laughs> was um, National. Uh, sorry, International um, Apple Turnover Day. What? I can't believe I missed and it. And it was also oh, international. No. Another one you would have missed. If you listened to my show yesterday, you would have known this. Um, it was International Bikini Day yesterday. Because it's, it's been so many years since the bikini was invented. So that's why I thought it might be that it might be International Water Skiing Day. And you, th- well, I'm going to say that it is <laughs> just because. I wonder if I type into Google International Water Skiing Day if it's, it actually happened. It's, it's bound ha- to be a thing. International. Stand by wire type. It was invented by a guy called uh, mm. Samuel, Ralph Samuelson when he was 18. In Minnesota, it was a US thing. No, there's no such thing. And you don't get your own day. Credit for it. No, you don't get your own day. Sorry. No. What? No. No. Have you ever done water skiing? Are you? No, I can't do any of that. Why? Balance issues. Yes, a coordination. Ah. Can't do ice skating. Can't do skiing of any sort. Can't do rollerblading. I can't get my feet to do the the, this, the right thing. Is this a medical thing? No, I just can't do it. I can't get the feet moving oh. in the right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mind that you're doing. I love, uh, yeah. I always say to um, my best friend, Emma hates it. She goes to me, she goes, I say, you know that, you know that when you go, you know, and you go, and then when we, and I'll get you to go. And she goes, what are you doing? What's with all the miming and the whistling? Yeah. I just do. That's what I do. I tell you what though. Um, you know, when I go, I, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> Off you go. Fetch, <laughs> fetch me a drink. Off you go. Can you go get me? The, yeah. I and they go, exactly oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. It's a G&T, five ice blocks, and a wedge of lemon. That's <laughs> what that means. <laughs> that Dad. Dad, can you get me a... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and then there's a beer in front of me. Really? Yeah. It works. They just... It's code. It's kind of magpie-like. You know, they can talk to each other. They've got, like, a language. Corvids have language. Yeah, with the bird thing. Uh, look, birds, politics, I'm all over it. <laughs> And this is a plug for your Saturday show when Jack goes missing, uh, birds and birds politics, and politics. on IPL Radio. You'd be surprised how often they overlap. Oh. <laughs> they definitely know how to fly around the subject of everything. You know how that was the kind of that. Like, yeah. That Did you should like be that? on your Tinder profile. <laughs> what does your bio say? I'm so oh curious. yeah, I was going to pull that up because I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to like Out find me. you. You're not, not find go- me. I'm not joining Tinder just to like. I think you should. No. For a joke. That um, seems cruel. Okay. Not, no, catfishing, is that what that's called? Mm. Was it just stringing people along? I don't know what mine says, actually. I mean, not... <laughs> I guess what mine says. <laughs> not that I haven't organised a threesome in the time, you know, so... Oh, okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, mine says about me, mm-hmm. swipe to find out more. <laughs> Oh, Maybe that's why, but I've never looked at it, so I didn't know that it said that. I must so have done that. Is it, the, is it your real age, though? Let me check. 28, yeah. I'm 29. <laughs> it's got such old photos on here, though. I need to change these photos. Oh, no, there's a new. Do you want me to take a photo of you, like, behind the mic? No. Would that be good? No? No. Come on. I've just got a picture of me in business class. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know that the standard of living that I'm accustomed to, you know what I mean? No, my I profile's so old. What I did was I just kept all the old photos and then I put two new ones at the front but I didn't delete all these other ones that are here so oh god I look skinny I don't know why but are you <clears throat> a bit of a diva on a first date 
Uh, How are you? Like, what's your first date game? What's your idea? Well, do you decide the plans or do you leave it up to them? No, I like to, them well, I like them to tell me what they want to do. I don't like asking, oh, so I, what, what annoys me, I think, is you go, oh, do you want to meet up? And they go, yeah. And then you say, when are you free? And they go, oh, well, I'm, oh, yeah. this day, this I'm just day, like, just day. tell me when you're free and I'll see if I'm free. Yeah. And then I go, okay, I'm free. And they go, oh, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, no, I want you to, do or even if they just said, oh, how about we meet? What do we do? you want to do a bar or something? Go somewhere with it. And then I go, right, well, what are we doing? Are we going, I hate going to the movies. I hate that. It's a weird date. Though. I used to go and I used to, when I think it was a younger thing for me when before alcohol was in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you just, what else would you do when you, because I always liked the movies as well, because when you were, when I was younger and I wasn't out, out or whatever, you could do the whole sneaky holding the hands. Aww. Hand you in know, the popcorn. Little kiss. Oh, no, none of that. No, all right. I never did that. No, I mean sharing your snacks. That's sweet. That's nice. Mm, yeah. That's exactly what you meant. Yeah. I no, I never did that. Smuggled stuff into the movie. <coughs> my granddad always used to do it. He taught me to. <laughs> he used to, oh my God, my granddad was terrible. He used to, like, he used to carry a full bag. Like, he used to have Word a massive bag. Oh, everything. He used to bring everything in there. We'd ha- he'd bring baguettes in and like that chicken paste <laughs> and he'd cut it up and he'd bring in like a chopping board and he'd be at the back row chopping his little snacks up. Wow. He used to do the same thing. So he used to go to the, the aquatic centre and go swimming. He used to bring all this stuff with him and like, so he'd get us to go and buy the chips and then he used to butter us all these like, um, this baguette. He used to chop it all up and then we used to have like chip buddies. Chip buddies. Oh, I love a chip buddy. But yeah, in the movies, he used to always take, look, we never bought anything from the candy bar ever. Or I've never been to the candy bar when I was young. <laughs> he used to take every, even drinks. We would have we would have drinks. Did he try Cans to hide them, or did he just play like no, no, like no. An old man? No one's gonna. No one you. knew. No, no. He's just he just kind of just took the bag. They never checked. A shopping bag, so. Oh, I can't remember. I think it was it looked like a beach bag. I think they just thought we'd been to the beach because mm. usually we had we yeah, go to the beach and we go to movies and do like you know doing school holidays. Anyway. Lovely time <coughs> with your grandfather. And granddaddy cool. used to always, not only that, he used to, um, I was never allowed Coke growing up. Still don't drink it to this day, I'm, uh, the full sugar one. Probably best. But I used to be so hyper on it. But when I went to my grand, around grandparents, my granddad would look at me and go, off you go. I have a Coke. <laughs> His oh, voice, there was always a six pack in the back. Did, did he do a little, <laughs> off you? <laughs> no, that's where I got it from. You know what he asked you, you used to do? He used to. <laughs> He used to, we all be sitting there. I don't know why we're going on about this, but anyway, great man. He used to always, um, he's obviously past, if you haven't noticed why I'm talking past tense. We used to sit there and he used to always, maybe this is where I get the whistling from. He used to go out the window. He used to go, hang up, hang up, yeah. Yeah. And we'd all go, there was no one ever there. He did it just, <laughs> just randomly, all the, hey, 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 yeah. And we'd all go. And he'd disappear. No, no, we just. Pretend there was someone at the door or someone at the window and he's waving at them. There's no oh, one there over there. I thought he was like signalling you from no. inside the house trying to get your attention. No, he'd be sat next to us and just go, hey, there you go. Anyway, I don't want Maybe to he away. saw things. Maybe he, you know, he <clears> could <throat> see the pixies. You know, was he... <laughs> Is this your way of tying it back into the show? Pixies? I'll be playing the pixies. <laughs> No, I meant just pixies. Are you, are you saying, where is my mind? <laughs> are you questioning where my mind is? Is that the thing? It's a good music. I don't know where we're going with this. What time is it? Oh, my God, it's 8.30. No, I wanted to... I want to get back to your Tinder oh. thing. My what? Your Tinder thing. Yeah, what about it? Yeah, okay. So, is it a red flag for you? If you were to go to the movies, which is a stupid date. It's a stupid mm. date where you go oh, what's my and you sit in silence, 
next to each other. No, my ideal Stop. first date is to go um, to do a casual like um, dinner, but not dinner like a like a tapas snack and a drink. Oh, like shared table stuff. No, but like go to like not a formal place you'd go for dinner. Like okay. go to somewhere like just a bar that served like a pizza or yeah, like something and share something or whatever. That'd be my cool. ideal. Right, order right. some like just order some like little share dishes and we just nibbled and chatted and had a glass of wine. That'd be my ideal first date. Sure. And you need to make sure that they're okay with sharing food because if they're not, then well, I'm actually I don't, I don't that I'm that doesn't bother me if we do actually order it. But what I'm saying is I don't want it to be this whole like too overdone Ceremony. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been, I've, I think I said on a, a previous show that I rocked up to a date and he rocked up with a bouquet of red roses on our first date and oh. that freaked me right out. I was, I was like, whoa, red flags for me. Oh, no way. I mean, on it was the one too much. Yeah. Oh, he, he would have been the most romantic man on the planet, obviously. I would love imagine? to know what the second date would have been. I could have got a new car. What the? <laughs> 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 but the other problem was he was really short, really short. So he... All I had a vision of when I rocked up, I was like, please don't let that be him. Please don't let that be him. Was this short guy, like really short, Love with this massive like bouquet of roses that nearly covered his head, <laughs> <clears throat> staring at going me, are you Stephen? And I go, no. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, no but I felt like going, run for the hills. But anyway, yeah, but that's my idea. I think meeting, I love to meet um, – and uh, do you know what? I'm not opposed. If we chat for a while, I'm not opposed to the, do you want to come over for um, dinner? Oh, yeah. I'll cook. Yeah. Because it's a bit of an icebreaker because you're cooking in like while they can, I used to have like an island back at my old house I've just sold in my apartment. Island's and, good. And like, yeah. And then there'd be a little stool. So he'd sit there and I'd pour a glass and I'd be like, I'll just make something simple. And yeah. then we'd just have a little chat and have dinner. And then if, if it went somewhere, then you're at home. That's a good point. It's very it's strategic. Mm. I love that. Mm. You know, I need to know with the people I think, mm, I like you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, I'm not coming over to your house for the first time meeting you. I was like, oh, okay. You know what else is good about that though? You're surrounded by all the things that- Yeah, that makes me feel safe. Represent you. Mm. you know? And they can like look around and they can see your CD collection maybe and like, oh. My CD collection? Look, back in the day. What the- look, Oh my god, that reminds me of like when you used to have all the DVDs towered up, <laughs> yes. and you always used to get judged because mine used to be full of the barley ones. Oh, oh, the little in the little sleeves. sleeves. Yeah, mm, the black. Oh, you go to Bali. You can't judge a person by the quality <laughs> of their jewel case. That's ridiculous. Anyway, that's funny. But no, no, no CDs. No, I never had them. Okay, well, no, no I did have CDs. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, gifts. I did have aunties, CDs. Probably. No, no, I did buy CDs. My first ever CD I bought was Delta Goodrum. Her first oh. album. Oh, okay. I love Delta. Still and do. you still felt the need to come out after that? She's um, touring with the Back, Backstreet Boys in the US. Is she? Mm. She's not. She, honest to God, she is. She's their support act. <gasps> that's, um, that's amazing. That's <clears throat> good for her. I'm, I'm glad for her. You know? Because she needs the work. And possibly soon enough some work done. I don't know. You don't even. Have you been doing that with songs? Stop. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It depends if I like to, like, you know, just reconfirm that you've just listened to it for three and a half minutes. Yeah. Because mm. people could zone out. They could be like, you know, you go to the start of the song and you're fine, and then the middle of the song is just kind of, uh, yeah. you know, you check your Twitter, you do your other Well, things. I think we should play it again. 
Could you imagine? Yeah, because it's only... Here we are again, just to get you... No, I'm joking. Get your, get your dancing boots on. <coughs> it is kind of infectious. How do you get away from that? Do you right. know that uh, Bewitched, do you remember them? Yes. They're still big. Oh, I thought you meant the show Bewitched. No, no, the oh. Irish girl pop group. Who? What do they sing? Oh, um, gosh, how did it go? It, it was big in Australia. One of them, it was... Um, oh, something about... Oh, go over there, play hide and seek, boy. Kissing in the hey there, kissing in a tree. Oh yeah, yeah, that. But they were huge in Ireland. Have we got Bewitched? I wouldn't mind listening to that again. We got them for like one album, and then no, but they were just massive. I don't think we've got that. Well, we haven't got it on. Oh, we might do. Probably big in Japan as well. Why? I don't know. Oh, we hang on. We do. What was the song called? You're kidding. Really? What, what was the song called? Um, no idea. Uh, I don't know what the song's called. It's not the theme from Six Million Dollar Man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Who's got that in the system? I don't know, but they've got Super Chicken. What the hell is that? No, but I need to know. Super Chicken. Secret well, Squirrel. Oh, I know what Secret Squirrel is. Oh. That's a, that's a little cartoon. Oh. It's probably racist by now. Oh, we better not do that. Maybe. I don't know. And Laverne and Shirley. The theme song <coughs> to Laverne and Shirley. I don't know what that is. Um, Am I too young for that? Yes, you are. <laughs> Darling, I'm sorry, you are. I think I said like that 17 times off air today. I don't know what I'm that is. too young for that as well. As but, I'm packing up my stuff. But I just, you know, <laughs> I've got references going back. Back my days. Oh, you that's know. true. Well, I, I've got stuff from the noughties. I've got that's adorable. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> she's still relevant, isn't she? Well, more than ever. Oh, no. I know. Bless her. Bless yeah, her. She's finally able to be happy. And I'm glad about that. Well, we're all about people being happy here at the uh, yeah. IPL Radio. Taking care, good care of your mental health. Well, hopefully we'll be back next week with Kim. Hopefully. Hopefully we find him and hopefully he's come out of the woodwork from somewhere. Maybe yeah. he's just having a well-deserved break. He seems like a cabin in the woods kind of guy. You reckon like he's just gone on a retreat and he's just sitting there whittling something? I was talking to this woman, speaking of that. She was telling um, we were out for drinks last weekend and I, I know us through another friend and she goes to me, oh, we, we went on this... Um, my friend wrote me into going to this retreat right, retreat right in Bali. Oh, God. And um, she thought it was just going to be – it was like a, a cleanse. So, you know, you go and do the yoga and the meditation. <laughs> she thought, oh, that would be nice. And it was five days where she goes, well, actually, you're not allowed to drink um, – Anything but ayahuasca. <laughs> and you can't eat. Oh. So you weren't even allowed food. She goes, it was five days of hell. She said she couldn't even – and they actually oh, – and, and they had – and, and they did um, a colonic – all the time. So they're trying to get rid of all their staff. Oh, wow. And that, it was intense. And I was like, I can't believe you stayed there. I would have been way out of there. Yeah, unless they just took their passports and phones at the door. Like, no, you're staying Well, here. I don't think they were allowed you. phones either. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Oh, it was right, Australian right. owned. I was like, that can't be legal. Not in Australia. <laughs> it's Bali. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the, catch, uh, the ketchup song? I said, oh, yes. Huh? I've got that ready to go next. Oh, I thought we'd, 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 we'd... Do a little hand dance? I think we'd do a little hand dance because we're going to hand... Uh, join us. Join us. Uh, join there. us as we do a hand dance to the capture song. Who does that mm. song? Uh, Last, Last Ketchup. Ketchup. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so, one Maybe I shouldn't then. play it. <laughs> it's kind of a dangerous. What else you got? 
I've got Little Mix. Love Little Mix. I'll put Little Mix. Little Mix. Well, we've got another 10 minutes, so I might play a couple of different songs. Oh, we can do all of it. We can do all of them. Pork it's been fun. I really enjoyed our chat with Dean. Smith, I really did too. Senator. Yeah. I think we should get him back on. Apparently, he might want to come back on. Well, of course he does. He's a scammer. <laughs> of course he does. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> well. Don't put yourself down, Stephen. You're amazing. Aww. <laughs> what a great way to end the show. You're amazing too. We're all about, you know, positive... Affirmations. Yeah, Is that what you nice say? nice to each other. Yeah, that's nice. That's Go nice. and call your mother. Why? No, not just you. I mean everybody. Ah, oh, I was going to say, I spoke to her on the way here, so I'm not going to speak to her again now. She'll be in bed now. She's she probably listening. Song. She didn't actually, but she requested about 17 yesterday when does, I was on. Does so. she not like us anymore? Mm. Is it me? Is it you? Is it me? And I think it's Kim. That's why he's not here. Oh, she's <laughs> she's put a hit out on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, can someone please find him? Wouldn't it be great to find out that your grandfather was secretly a like, mafioso? What's that mean? Like a, a guy in the mafia. No. You know what I mean? Just he's got this secret life. Mm, so we're going to on the show next week. Have we lined anyone up yet? It's a surprise. Yeah, I thought so. And yeah. it's a big one too. It's in that envelope there. Open it now. I can't open the envelope right now. <laughs> I don't have permission. All I'm going to say is you've got to tune in if anyone's actually listening. Oh, they are. I've got it on good authority that people are listening and enjoying. Who said that? Well, oh, my, <laughs> my friend. Your thoughts in my, your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> my mother. My mum <sighs> says I'm cool. Is that why we need to call our mums? Yeah, I, I really should. I haven't talked to her for a bit. She's probably worried about me. Oh, well, that's not good. Well, no, it is. It, that's that's why I don't talk to her for a bit. Treat me Exactly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, on that note, I think we should get out of here. All right, well, we'll play a couple more songs. We'll we'll be back next week, maybe. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we 6 will. 6 p.m. Uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> You're choosing the Do you know what? what I think the people out there need to remember, we come and do this show, if you're listening from overseas or whatever, and it's like morning for you or whatever. We come in and do this show after we've worked all day. Yeah. We've had meetings all day. We get here and we were quite in the, you know, we had the guest and that. And then we edge towards nine o'clock and go, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting close to And I've got a 45-minute drive home. So do I'm you? Like, well, I live in Horsehead and it does take, well, with traffic it took 45 minutes. I usually can do it in about 35 if there's no traffic. That's good. Yeah. But like I said, it's WA. <coughs> you know, things are a long way away. And you just use that time to get better at something. Do you, you do your podcasts, right? I do. Yeah. And yeah, I wish oh, I... Wait, are you a true crime guy? Is that what you do? Or is it like... What do you mean? Is it, you listen to true crime podcasts. It's no, no. I listen to or entertainment gossip. <laughs> Fair enough. If it could do No, I don't listen to it. It's usually something to do with media or... Yeah. Oh, okay. So you keep your keep your paddles in the game. Mm, I like to know everything. Oh, yeah. Control freak. Is that on your? No, I just like to. No, it's not on my. No, no you got to swipe to find out more. Ah. <laughs> and I've got a cool sunglass emoji. That's good. Anyway, you've got to have a good emoji game on those things. What I think we should do is go. All right, all right. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. And um, not because I don't want to. I don't want to leave you, but um, I actually might. I think I want to go home for a nice glass of red before bed. I need food. Yeah, well, I had a really low-carb meal before I came at 6 o'clock, and now I really want something carby. Carby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, I'll have a nice little low-carb meal, and then I'll come home and just have a glass of wine and go to bed. But now when I get home, I really want something. Like you need car snacks. Mm. Yeah. You know what what's have good I got? For that? Celery. Macca's is on the way back. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I wish I had wings to 